Welcome to the Creative Couples Podcast, where we share stories and insight that support creative work in marriage. I'm Spencer. And I'm Frankie. And it has been a long time. Long, hot minute. <laughs> since we've gotten on these microphones to record this podcast. Um, over a year, to be precise, I think we released our last episode at the end of 2021. If I remember correctly, it was with the... Uh, promise feels like too strong of a word with the hope that there would be more episodes in 2021. You mean 2022? Yes. Thank you. Yep. In 2022. Maybe that's a good sign of what's to come in this episode. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> 2022 though, uh, just came and went and there were no episodes. However, we did record two guest episodes. We did that are really great. They, I think that was in like August, September timeframe. Mm -hmm. And we really thought we're going to bring it back. We've had a list of, I mean, dozens of guests that we'd love to interview. Um, but we also wanted to keep the current format of recording in person and kind of the quality that we had already done for these guest episodes intact. And so we just didn't after those yeah. two. We shifted our focus. 2022 was a year of releasing music for me. And I think we learned as long as Spencer is involved in that process, it just, it takes everything. And when you have a toddler, because Finch is now, he'll be two in May. So he's almost 21 months for those parents who know you count in months till they're two. <laughs> um, yeah. That kind of takes everything. And so in order to keep our sanity and our marriage intact, uh, we said no podcasts until there's a slowdown in releasing music. So this year will probably be a little slower for me since last year was so crazy and good. It was It's all good things, but I think we're slowly but surely learning, which was kind of the goal of this podcast too, is to bring you along for the ride. But while I, and I think Spencer more than me, loves the idea of having multiple creative endeavors going on at one time that doesn't always play out uh, the way you want it to because life. And so learning to adjust to that and tamper your own, our own expectations and desires and just knowing like sometimes you can just do one thing at a time and that's okay. And I think, I don't know, you can speak to it, Spencer, but I feel like Spencer, your personality, you probably are tempted to feel more shame and disappointment of like, oh, why couldn't we just keep doing both things at once? Whereas maybe I'm just too tired or maybe it's just my personality of like, nah, it happens when it happens. In a lot of ways, I think I'm the reason we didn't start it up again. You, you mm -hmm. mentioned a lot of things with music, which are all true, but there were nights or times on a weekend where I would have time to sit down and edit or to send out emails to people to schedule guests and do all the administrative things that are necessary to kind of keep the podcast going. And I would just look at you and be like, I don't really want to. Yeah. And I feel like, and there were multiple times where I remember saying like, we're going to take our own advice here, which is advice we gave in one of our last podcast episodes that if it feels like it's become a burden on our marriage or a burden now on our relationship with Finch, or if it's getting in the way of higher priorities, creative priorities, then we drop it. 
Yeah. Um, doesn't have, and to your point, doesn't have to be forever. Obviously we're, we're doing it right now. So it wasn't forever, but I still think like even looking forward, no, it's not as busy of a release schedule. And in some ways we're only getting better and more efficient with how you release music. And, and it's not just the releasing music, it's all the video stuff that goes with it. And so I feel like yeah. I had a lot of extra, again, a really good thing, freelance video jobs, especially in the last half of the year. And so, yeah, if I've got a free night and I have a choice between doing a podcast or editing video for paying clients, yep. guess which one's going to win? <laughs> got to go where the money is sometimes. You do. And that's <laughs> most I d- times in I creative I don't work. say that begrudgingly. I love doing the video projects. I love working on video stuff with you. And while I don't think podcasts take quite as much creative energy, they just take energy in general, Yeah, just like any other work thing. So yeah. um, something had to give in that, but it was good. Cause I feel like it forced us to talk about almost to your an original suggestion of maybe shame or disappointment mm. of starting something of desiring something that you really want, but the circumstances of life or just the choices that you make, make it. So you have to come to terms with like, is this something that's really important and what are we going to sacrifice if we want to pull it off? Yeah. Uh, I think a fun story to kind of help transition this as well is where we're recording this podcast right now. When yeah. we started the podcast, I think we released our first episode four or five weeks after we had Finch. And right around that time, three weeks after we had Finch, mm-hmm. we went on a songwriting retreat with you. Basically, right. it was your your retreat and Finch and I came along um, because he was such a little guy. And it was this retreat center, kind of bed and breakfast area out in East Tennessee. It was lovely. Um, And during the day when he was napping, you were writing and I was editing the first podcast episodes for us to release. Well, now here we are, um, 20, would you say one, right? 21 months later Mm -hmm. since Finch Mm -hmm. (laughs) was born. Back in the same place. And we are back in the same place. Um, We uh, got an incredible opportunity to come here for a week. Um, just us, yeah. the family. And yep. so we've pretty much had the whole place to ourselves. Which has been fantastic. It's been so good. And uh, we're kind of at the end of it now. And I feel like we're not recording video for this episode, but I'll, I'll take a picture of our view right now because it's kind of overlooking this really pretty lake, um, big some open sheep, fields. Baby some, lambs. Some sheep, some horses, which Finch is a big fan of. Big fan. It's just been a really good reset week for us. But you've also still been working. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of taken a little bit more time off. I've done a little bit of work, but this is probably the most strenuous thing I've done outside of we did some photography stuff for some artist things you're doing. But maybe talk a little bit about what it's been like for you work-wise now that we have a child and not just the newborn that was on the first few episodes that just sat there, but a a full-on toddler and what that's influenced for work for you. I think- I have to say like daycare first, like that changes a lot. So Finch is in daycare Monday through Friday. Um, One of us drops him off as early as like 745 and get him between like four and five in the afternoon. Um, So 
That being said, you're a terrible parent for <laughs> dropping worst. off your kid at daycare. He loves it with his whole heart. Um, he really does. And, and he's now, learned of course, so much more from them he than has. he would And there, there's always, you know, mom guilt that can sneak in and be like, why, what are you even doing? That's so important that you send your kid away. But yeah, I'm doing what I love. Um, and I think in the end, that's, we're all going to be better off for that. Finch included. Um, can I make a quick plug there too of, doing what you love our last published guest, Caleb and Kara Campbell. I remember Caleb suggesting a book, um, how to raise an adult. And I don't remember the author off the top of my head, but I'll link it. Um, I just finished that actually this week, a book I've been reading since basically Finch was born. And it talks a lot about the need for, yes, even as a toddler thinking about how we make intentional decisions not to helicopter parent Mm -hmm. and over parent and the importance of setting aside, not setting aside, uh, prioritizing your own human desires as an individual and not projecting those onto your child. And so in a lot of ways, I think what you've done is really healthy. Well, it's important to see him or it's important for him to see us doing things that we love. Yeah. Um, and that our entire world doesn't revolve around just what he's doing and who he is. We love him with our whole heart. And what he screams obviously. for. And what he screams for <laughs> when he wants goldfish and we offer veggie straws. Um, Terrible. Anyway, so so there's that caveat of I realize if that is not an option for you, um, it is a lot harder to get things done when you have a toddler running around. Because the days that he's homesick, I mean, uh, unless he's napping, I am not getting anything done. <laughs> Since you mentioned sickness, that has to go also oh, on the yeah. list of reasons that we were sick, like October to December. It felt like he just brought home everything. And then and he so, got tubes in his ears, which was great and helped. But any extra energy that we might've had to do something like record podcast gone. episodes was yeah. gone. You think um, you have a strong immune system until you have a kid. Yeah. Then you don't. <laughs> it wrecks you. So yeah. All that being said, yeah, work for me has been, I think a lot of the same, just still a lot of writing. I also do um, something called Song Finch, which we did not name Finch after Song Finch. I yeah. started doing it we after. I didn't know about it before Finch. I didn't even know about it, but it's- The irony is great. It's yeah. helping pay for Finch. Basically. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like custom songs for people. So it's a fun little side hustle that I really enjoy. Yeah, and helps pay for things I want to do too. Um so lots of that, lots of writing, lots of releasing music. Like this past season of releasing is probably like the best release I've ever had. So as an independent artist, that is um, really encouraging and um, helps keep me motivated to keep going and um, pushing into the things that I love and what writing what feels true to me and who I am as an artist. And amidst all that, learning to be a parent, um, learning to be a mom, learning how to be a wife as a mom, it's, it's all, there's a lot of transition that happens once, not just when the baby comes. I feel like it was actually easier when he was like a newborn. Cause for sure all the parents listening are like, yeah, no kidding. But yeah. I didn't know cause this is our first time. And so they the just kind of lay six there. Months were harder from like a just baby difficulty standpoint. Sure. Yeah. Um, like I enjoy him being a toddler more actually. Yeah. I think he's more fun. Well, and, you're seeing his personality. He's so silly. Yeah. There's just a lot of joy in it. But life is constantly changing now yeah. um, in terms of our relationship with each other as a family. And so there's a lot of things even about our relationship that we've just had to learn together. And we've probably done more counseling in the last year, both of us yeah. combined and separate than we ever have. Yeah. Um, 
which has been good. Like it's not always has to, it doesn't always have to be a counseling is, is not. Yeah. I mean, I would say the opposite counseling should not be reactionary. And yeah. I think usually sometimes it has to be, but sometimes it has to be, but that's kind of the point you don't want to get to. Yeah. Preventative is always, at least in my opinion, personal too, not just marriage. Just let's go there then. Whether it's marriage, work, motherhood, what do you feel like has been, I don't know, a piece of information or change that has come directly from counseling that you think out of this past year? Um, I think the thing that I always go back to is the counselor that we see together asking if we have grieved all that we lost um, in by the season. By becoming parents. Yeah, by becoming yeah. parents. And I just, it seems like kind of a, yeah, duh, like there's going to be loss there. But I don't know if I'd ever thought about the importance of grieving what was. And that doesn't mean wishing it would go back to the way it was, but it does mean just acknowledging like, Hey, your life is forever changed by this little human's presence for better and for worse. And so I think I have had a lot of anxiety um, and I would say pretty dark depression too. And not because of Finch necessarily, but just, I think I've struggled to adjust to what life is now and um, maybe even what I thought it would be, who I thought I'd be as a parent, um, where I thought I'd be in my career. And so, yeah, I think just the importance of grieving what's lost and that I think I've always just thought of it in such a negative light, but I think that's actually, our counselor says like really healthy and actually um, pertinent to do. So you can move forward and not be bitter and resentful and toward each other and toward the tiny human who like they didn't ask to be brought into the world. (laughs) It's not his fault. That is directly our fault. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's been something that I'm constantly, I find myself thinking about a lot and like, oh, and things come up like, oh, I, I need to grieve that. Like that's, this is an expectation I had or something I'd hoped. And this is something I miss, you know, just being able to like, leave the house and like go to a quick dinner and not have to do the whole like toddler thing at dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meals can be tough, <laughs> yeah. but, but fun too. Yeah. I think there's an acceptance. That's the word that I feel like uh, comes up a lot. Obviously it's a stage of grief, but I'm constantly being encouraged in counseling to accept where I am in life. Or if there's something that I don't want to accept or I'm angry about, that I do still have a choice may not always be the choice I want. Yeah. But as humans, we always have a choice in how we respond to things. Um, That's a a big idea. If any of you have read, which I think, I guess maybe last year or the year before was when I read it for the first time, but Victor Frankl's man's search for meaning, Mm. obviously I'm not dealing with anything near as insane as the Holocaust, but there's so many, principles that can come from his written experience of that. Um, And one of the big things I consistently think about that came from that book were just options of, of choice in a lot of situations. And so I think that's where like even every weeknight we have a choice. Uh, Finch goes to bed. Mm -hmm. Are we going to watch TV? Are we going to read a book? Are we going to do something for work? Yeah. Are we going to sit and stare at each other in silence? Are we going to um, share those moments together? Are we going to ignore each other and sit on our phones, pretend like we don't exist? Like all of those things are choices 
And it's really easy to be like, well, I'm a parent now, so I can't do X or I can't do Y. And you're tired. And you're tired. (laughs) And all those things are true. But like our will as humans also is extraordinary. Um, And I don't say that in a way of like push yourself past your own limits. I think there's a time for each of those things, unless, you know, you're doing it because I mean, escapism is is a very real thing. I struggle with that. Just wanting to like check out and disassociate and pretend life's not happening (laughs) around me, which again, that's, this is why we have counseling and uh, medicine sometimes too, you know, there, there are times and places for those things, but. And part of the reason I think we talk about these things is I don't think we're alone as a young to mid, I'm going to, I wanted to say mid tier, (laughs) mid tier (laughs) couple. (laughs) I mean, that just means we're in our thirties. Um, very, very early thirties. Yeah, I was about to say, is thirty Easy. considered thirties? Uh, tomorrow's 20s. your birthday. So. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think this general age, whether you have a family or don't have a family or married, not married, it's, it's still really easy to project what you want on social media, even if that means projecting almost nothing at all. Like yeah. in a way that's a projection. <laughs> You're a type of person who right. isn't on social media or doesn't post or just lurks or <laughs> I use that a lot in uh, marketing analogy when I'm talking to people at my company about social media. I'm like here's this spectrum. At the very end of one spectrum is people who aren't even on social media. That's great. But then there's that next step where you have accounts, but all you do is kind of lurk on there. We see you, we know you exist, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, there's so many things that we can project on social media and also the amount of information that we're taking in on other people's lives is insane. Yeah. And so it can be really easy to be overwhelmed and feel like, gosh, I do not have things together. But as is mentioned, I feel like in a lot of good long form podcast type of things, or if you read any books or listen to people talk, um, most people are just trying to figure it out too. Yep. And, um, and that was like the goal of this, which I said in the beginning, but it isn't to be like, Hey, we figured out how to be two creative people who are married to each other and to make that work and, and create amazing things right. all the time that are always it's, successful. It's more like we're trying to do it and we're letting you in on the good, the bad, the ugly. All right. That yeah. just made me think maybe we should end this episode with, the good, the bad, the ugly. Okay. Like, you have to pick one thing. What was the good, the bad, the ugly, and then I'll go. Of of what, 2022? Yeah, whatever you want. Uh, the good. I think releasing music that I feel proud of. That that was a good. Um, the bad. I think just not being as disciplined as I want myself to be. Like I always think I can do better. And I, I, I realize that's probably true for all of us, but... I'm reading Atomic Habits right now by James Clear. Um, Fantastic book. And I know sometimes if you're anything like me, I look at a book like that before I start reading it. I'm like, oh, this thing is just going to make me feel freaking ashamed of myself and make me like feel even worse. And I will, I don't think I feel that way about this book because it's, it's very digestible. If you are easily overwhelmed, practical, it's not overwhelming. So anyways, I would recommend it, but yeah, that would be the bad is just knowing I need better habits to be more productive and the ugly, I would say this past year, we probably have had some of our ugliest marriage moments. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think it's gotten better. Not ugly. Like we're on the brink of divorce. Just like, Oh, just probably more short with each other or yeah. 
Well, I think we've, we've, we're learning what our relationship looks like as parents. It's just, it's different. It's different. Our world is not just Spencer and I anymore and Telly, but you know, Telly the dog. Poor Telly. Telly the dog gets neglected. No, she doesn't get neglected. She's She's fine. fine. I think those are good things. Um, My good, I think, yeah, some, again, some other things had to take a back seat because of this, but I really focused in on my full-time job and just knew that there was a lot more I could be doing there, even just mentally, not just time put in, but just mentally. And I feel like that that's kind of paid off in the way that that job really has become something that I, I enjoy going into on a day-to-day basis. Um, I got a promotion towards the end of the year. And so when you focus in on one thing, good things tend to happen as opposed to spreading yourself thin across multiple things. So I think that was um, a good, a bad would be, I'm such a skeptic and <laughs> negative Nancy. Sometimes I'm like, I have 10 things that just came to my mind. <laughs> no, the bad would probably be, I think in some ways I'd love to do more video projects. I realized I just said that I did a lot towards the latter half of the year and that I They was, seem to all kind of come in at once. Yeah. They're not very scattered. <laughs> yeah. And then I was focused, focused on my job. So it makes sense that I would be doing less, but I think it's more just being intentional about what I say yes to. It's still really easy. Um, one other detail that we didn't mention is that we've been planning now for feels like nine months uh, to add on to our house so that we can stay in Nashville and grow into that and as a guys, family. They're doing it. It's happening. It, well, it feels like it's actually happening like this weekend, this even week. though it's been it's like months, months, months of waiting. Months. Not that it's going to be done this week, obviously, no, no, but no, we're, no, just, no. we're getting but, started. But things are moving. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that also another reason why we kind of stayed away from the podcast, because it just felt like we didn't have I know this may seem like a cop out, but just like the, the right space to do it in. I think environment totally. Yeah, affects. we talked about this on yeah. other an earlier episode where like spaces and environments are really important. Yeah. And if it, if our jobs depended on it, we'd make it work. But because sure. this is like an extra creative opportunity for us, then no, I don't think it was worth it to force something where we weren't really excited and inspired to do it. So. Whereas compared to our view right now, I'm like, I could sit here and talk for hours because it's just such a nice space and beautiful outside. <laughs> anyway. Um, You're ugly. Well, I didn't finish my bed. Oh, sorry. I know. I'm long-winded. No, it's okay. <laughs> Don't apologize to me. Apologize to the people. I know. I'm sorry. This is the other thing too, is I need to like edit and then I edit myself out, but I promise you I won't edit this part out. Even though there are people right now being like, God, land this plane, dude. (laughs) Um, No, my bad would just be the video stuff of wanting to do more projects that I'm excited about. But the reason I brought up the house was like a lot of times it's I'm I'm taking the jobs that I'm going to get paid for and that, you know, we can save up extra money to help pay for this addition. So all very adult decisions to make. Um, The ugly, I'm going to go with... I really, I don't want to steal yours, but I really do think that I think we had to learn to love each other in new ways. It came really easy pre Finch. Yeah. And I think this year, circumstantially, the stresses that were added to our life and that decisions we had to make, it was just really easy to be ugly to each other. Mm -hmm. And so 
I think it's been good to be able to uh, not be on the other side of that in the sense of like, we're perfect and we've got it all together now, but um, I feel like we're communicating better as of the last few months. And we feel like we're in a place of abundance is the word that comes to mind, but Mm. a place where like you feel poured into enough in terms of like our relationship feels poured into, we don't feel creatively or physically exhausted as much. And so it's like, Hey, you want to sit down and do the podcast thing and (laughs) let's talk about some things and just see where it goes. So I don't know. Is that a good summary? I do think it's a good summary. All that to say. What's happening this year? Yeah, we're probably going to release some episodes, but we're not going to tell you how many because we don't know how many. Because we don't know. And that's okay. But we do have two that are recorded and ready to go. So so we'll release those probably this month. Yeah. Just get them out in the world. There will probably be more episodes like this of us just processing. And you can always feel free to tell us things you would like for us to talk about. Yeah. We're not opposed to that. I've got a whole Apple notes thing of ideas of, you do. of things that we of course could you do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, there's me uh, of things we could talk about subjects we could discuss, but thanks for sticking around. Obviously it's really not the best practice to just disappear from podcasts and then hope people come back. But if you are listening to this, we appreciate you. And, um, you know, stay notified on our, either our email list or follow us on Instagram or things yeah. just so that we can let you know when there are new episodes and we'd love to hear from you. So if you need anything from us, we're just an email away. We are. And, or, a, um, or a DM slide into the DMS. Yeah. I, I'm not good at checking my DMS, but you can slide into Frankie's DMS. Yeah. I'm probably better appropriately, at it. of course. Appropriately. Um, <laughs> okay. I think that's all we got, but thanks for listening. Hope you all have a great 2023. Bye.